Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Jenny. How are you doing? I'm doing incredibly well. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. That's nice. Good is good. I like yeah. it. What have you been sewing? So I finally made the Tate jumper by, or maybe it's romper, whatever she calls it, by Jessalus. Now, okay. this is the one that's got a very high, narrow band, and then it's just like pants for days. This is David yes. Byrne pants. Like, they're they're huge. I could fit my whole body in either leg, which is not something I can, honestly, I can't say it about most skirt patterns by big four by big four <laughs> pattern company so much less each leg of a pair of pants so it's very excitingly oversized it's dramatically oversized and it is super cute this is the one where you source the denim for me because you bought it for yourself or something like it and I'm like yeah. I'll pass out if I have to go downstairs and mood again <laughs> so you picked it up for me which was really really sweet and then we spent time crawling through one of the notion stores, one of the whatever you call them, notion trim. stores, trim, trim stores, and found um, day glow yellow stretch elastic y stuff for the band, the straps, and then purse findings like you'd use on a on a belly bag or something, plastic clip findings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for um, for the straps so that I could have them have clips on the front. And this dark denim, put it all together finally. I cut it out almost as soon as we got home. Oh, wow. And it's just, it's just been sitting there at the bottom of my pile waiting for me to pull it up to the top. And I finally did it yesterday. I was sewing with a friend virtually, and I, I finished what I had started, what my plan had been, but we were not done talking. So I had to pull something <laughs> out, and this seemed like a really good choice. Um, I love it. I will say, though, that I am generally short-waisted on almost anything, including jumpsuits. I usually have to take an inch or two out. On this one, I had to add several inches. Okay. Um, because I didn't twall it meant that once I sewed it together and put it on and was very excited by the level of um, contact between the crotch seat <laughs> and my body, um, I took it back off, turned it inside out, recut that crotch curve to be a little deeper and sewed it back up and it it's fine i'll adjust the paper pattern for me i'll i'll take cuz i think i'm going to make another one i'll take and i'll i'll make the adjustment on that paper pattern but it was surprising to me because if you look at the pattern and see it as most people wear it it feels like it would it would definitely be deep enough like it doesn't hmm. look like it's supposed to be a snug crotch <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway so just a side note for you if you're not a twaller give some thought to whether or not maybe you should be for this or you want a base instead of yeah cuz it uses a lot of fabric right it uses so much fabric <laughs> um <clears throat> but it is darn cute i'm going to get pictures yeah. today and i'll get them up before this episode airs and it is it is darn cute. I, I really do like it. Um, I, I also have my sawtail still cut out my Ikea one. It's made out of an Ikea coverlet or duvet cover. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I cut it out ages ago and I've been talking about making it, but I've gotten into my head about it too much. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that that front pleat thingy, whatever that is, <laughs> that I'm not going to do it right. 
And then somebody well, wrote you know, me and Jenny, said the pockets a... too. Like that the pockets are complicated too. And so like they now are we're a like complicated. But you don't have to you know. do them the way that they're that they're written. You can you can do it a little different. But the the pockets are pretty cool once you get it done. Um however, you know that you can take a piece of fabric and practice this. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you, you are not making this dress because you have nothing else to wear. You have other things to wear. You can take a piece of fabric and just practice that part. Okay, so you're suggesting that if I'm intimidated by one of the steps that I could use, I could use spare fabric and sort of twall a small step. In. Yes. That is wild and seems almost to fit in with our theme, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so it keeps moving to the bottom of my pile. I also thought another thing I could do, tell me if this is too out there, I could read the instructions in advance and sort of yes. understand what's coming up. Yes, and actually, Jenny, I don't think this is going to be as difficult for you as it is for me. I have... You made like a million of those little bags, you know? Yeah. So you you can, you know how, this is the kind of tricky it is. You know how when you have a bag Mm -hmm. and on the, when you do a, um, oh, like the uh, saute, the sling one. Yeah. The sandhill sling. Yep. You know how there was that thing that that there's like a band that goes the whole way around? Yeah. And it's like finicky to get it to go around. That's what the finicky is. Oh yeah, I've got this, but I'll, I, I think I'll at least read the instructions and I'll give some real thought to using some of my scrap material to practice because I, because I want it like this Ikea duvet cover, which normally I would say, obviously that's your 12 fabric, (laughs) but this is an Ikea duvet cover that I've had and been wanting to use for at least a year, probably a couple of years. Because it's it's a design that I love and I've mm-hmm. been afraid to cut into. And so yeah. I cut into it. So now I have to make it, right? Mm-hmm. But I also want it to actually be wearable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, if the one thing, maybe the, the instruction on the pocket, read those over. That's, it's just, I. it's not that difficult once you do it, but the instructions are pretty weird on it, actually, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll read it over. Maybe by the next time we speak, I'll be excited to show off a, a garment. Yeah. Okay. It could happen. <laughs> so then what I've been doing is I made four t-shirts actually to, um, to wear with skirts. So um, they're all the pattern. We can't really talk about on here. They're, it's an inch too small to talk about here, but okay. um, there's plenty of patterns that folks can use to, do the same thing. What I'm looking for is I like a cap sleeve t-shirt and um, I wanted a band at the bottom. I could have just added a band at the bottom, but um, anyways, the reason I want a band at the bottom is because um, I think that skirts look really good with shirts tucked in, but I cannot stand a tucked in shirt, the feel of a tucked in shirt. All that extra fabric and stuff, the gathered and yeah, I I feel like it's going to fall out. I feel like I'm just so uncomfortable. Even a French tuck, I can't stand the feel of it. So I thought, oh, a banded t-shirt, that would be like kind of yep, perfect for do it. it. Yeah. So I made um, four of them because, of course, 
I wear skirts once a year, so I need four t-shirts to go with it. Um, <laughs> but, um, okay. And I also have some plans, some like crop shirts planned for it because I think a crop shirt would also work with the skirt yeah. really well. I agree. Okay. I think those are cute. And I've made more progress on my skirt skills. Okay. Skirt. I'm super excited about it. I made a mock-up, which is a toile. That's what Roxanne mm-hmm. calls a toile, is a mock-up of the lantern skirt pattern. Okay. Can we talk about the language before we talk about the skirt? Yes. I think I would be more likely to make a mock-up than I would be to make a toile. Okay. How is that like there's a mental thing where it's like a mock up? You're like, yeah, I'm just I'm just fussing around trying to see what works and it's gonna yeah. be awesome. And to me, a twelve just sounds like I'm gonna make an ugly version of the final thing I want. <laughs> well, there you go. Call it a mock up then. Oh my gosh. Am I that simple that a change yeah. in language <laughs> could make me could make me make twelves. Yeah, it's um I, I was and and it was very helpful to make that actually because let me explain what I did to make yeah. um to make this the skirt on this. I took my block and I slashed and spread and mm-hmm. so it made a fuller skirt and then I went mm-hmm. in and what I found was it was too too much fullness in the oh, skirt. Okay. It was um, because a lantern skirt kind of needs a little structure to it. And it yep. was too like wavy Loose, around. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, but I wanted it a little, I didn't want to just have an A-line. You know what I mean? I didn't want to just make a triangle. I wanted yeah. it to have a little bit more movement than that. So I did need to play around a bit with it. And the mock-up was really helpful in that. And I got a nice, um, a nice pattern. And I've actually, I got it to where I wanted and I've actually cut into my main fabric and I've sewed together the main fabric one. I'm going to make a lining with it. It does not need a lining because it's, I've made it out of that, um, that Navy blue circle model twill. I do. I made it out of that. But I'm going to, I've got this. um, So originally, oh my God, Jenny. I originally, so I have this fabric that's, um, it's like a ditzy floral, kind of painted floral looking uh, rayon. I thought, oh, this is perfect for the lining because I I bought this ages ago. It's kind of a cheap rayon, but it, um, I I don't really, I I don't love it. But but for a lining, I think it's wonderful. So I cut it all out and realized, oh, yeah, this isn't a regular pattern. It doesn't have the seam allowances on it. So <laughs> that won't Oops. work. So mm-hmm. that was ruined. So I, I have, but I have another fabric that, for, but it's also a rayon. And I'm going to line it because I really want this line. The thing is, the thing that's kind of interesting about this is lining a lantern skirt, right? Yeah. It's a weird thing to line. Yeah, it is. So because, I think what I'm, yeah. is it, because it goes out yeah. and then in, right? Yeah. And so normally and so you're like, lining. Yeah. So I think I'm going to, um, like, I, I'm going to make it just the same as the outer skirt. I was going to make just an inner skirt, but then I thought I want, I want 
want the lining to be stitched into the hem and then it would yeah. be weird, right? If it's right. if it's not the same. So I'm going to make it exact I'm going to make it the same and then I'm just going to stitch it into the the lantern part the the, the bottom yeah, the, of the, the, the seam the at the bottom, part. yeah. 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 I'm going to stitch it into there but like mm-hmm. by hand because I don't want it to I I'm not yeah, going to be act, visible. I won't show yeah. it off. Yeah. So Anyways, I'm really excited about that. And I'm really excited about the process. And Brooksanne in October is having, um, is doing the pants class. Uh-huh. And this and that's is what you really want. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I'm really just excited how I've taken my time with the skirt. And when I fit the, so you fit the, you fit your block, right? And then you make the mock-up and you have a few more adjustments, but then you do a basted fitting because with the main fabric, because even though you did a twelve, it's a little bit different. Right. And I found that I needed to take out another uh like quarter inch. Turns out that that results in a whole inch around the waist because it's quarter right. on each Surface, of the side seams. Right. And it fits perfect. Like I think that I haven't enjoyed wearing things like at my natural waistline before because I've never had anything fit perfect okay. and this fits perfect. So anyways, on and on, but I love it. I'm really That's excited. excited. Yeah. You, you make me want to sign up for it, even though I, I worry, like we've talked about before about having, not having the time, making the time. Yeah. You totally have the time. You totally have the time because you I do. make so much stuff. Yeah. I, I so, so much. I definitely have the time. It's the focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one thing is you definitely have a time because what I find actually, so the, the one thing that frustrates me about the class a little bit is the, um, like I have to have other things to do because there's not enough in the class to fill up my sewing time. Because, right. you know, there's day by day. And then sometimes she'll say, today's a day off. I'm like, what are you talking about a day off? You know, like, I need to <laughs> give me the instruction. I'm I, I'm ready to go here. But, um, you know, I'll take my time on that and work on something else at the same time. So, yeah. 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 Well, that sounds wonderful. I know we've got some new patterns as well. And the first one is Matchy Matchy Pattern Company Skipper Top and Dress which um, I cannot remember the name. Do you remember the name of their first pattern? Uh, it's like collage top. Yeah, I think that was it. And I made that mm-hmm. one. I made a really successful dress out of it as well. And this is sort of, to me, looks thematically like a similar very similar. style garment. Um, and it's a nice, really simple sort of asking you to use color blocking mm-hmm. <laughs> as part of it almost uh, dress and, and top with... Um, the front center panel is made of two pieces, sort of a yoke with either a straight or gathered option for it as the dress on the bodice on the shirt version. They don't do gathering in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lower neckline. It's not a, a jewel neckline. It's the one that comes a little bit lower than that. Not mm-hmm. really goopy, but slightly lower rounded neckline. And um, the back is the same three panels with the gathering at the yoke. Um, and on the tunic length version, there are some, it looks like pockets built in partway down on the front panels. Yeah. It's very simple, very like, um, smocky kind of dress. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, nice pattern. Very much so. It's it, it's cute. I think it's made for linens. Like it looks to me like that. It's the sort of thing yes. where you can decide to do every piece out of a different color. And if you I did think it right, it wouldn't even their... be. Yeah, wouldn't even be wild. It would just be fun. So yeah. I, I think that's got a lot of potential, and it comes up to a max sixty-five to sixty-seven inch hip. Yeah, yeah, nice. The next one that we're that we're going to talk about is um, from Waves and Wild. This is the Jupiter leggings, and they have what they what they call their curvy femme fit and the adult male sesh straight fit. So, in other words, they're trying to say these are not gendered. Basically, they they've made it in a if you have a more straight body or if you have a curvy body, and um, they have a million options as as waves and wild is known to do um they have an elasticated uh waist they have like a yoga band kind of thing they have uh low rise high rise they have um a high rise with a a bigger waistband they have um a plane with no side seams they have color block strap strap stripes for the side seams they have all sorts of little features they have little booty shorts all the way up to full length leggings uh, options in this. So yeah. for all your, uh, I was thinking about, I, I saw this pattern and I, I call, wanted to call it out because I, I know that you wanted to purchase your leggings for your yoga, but I thought, Oh, maybe, maybe she'd like this pattern. I, I really do like this pattern. Although I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit confused about the straight fit versus the the curvy fit because when I look at the sizes that would be most likely for my size, um, curvy fit would be the probably the the size five XL. So say forty seven to fifty five inch hip. I've got a bigger hip than that, but that's a, about an eight inch spread there. No, and the hip is the hip. Oh, you mean forty seven to fifty? Uh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. forty seven uh-huh. to fifty five is an eight inch spread, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when I look at the other one, forty nine to fifty six is a seven inch spread. It's not much of a difference in terms of the the body proportion. So I'm I'm not sure exactly what these things mean. Do you, hmm. do you kind of see what I mean? So to me, when yeah. I was I started looking at the chart at the seven X actually. And was like, oh, okay, so a seven inch difference. And when you come over to the seven X in the straight fit, it's also a seven inch difference. So I'm not well, I think sure. What I think is interesting, if you look at, let's see, if you, it, it's more notable in the smaller sizes, I think. Yeah. And so I wonder if that goes along with, um, I'm just going to say men because, you know, make it easier on myself to describe if, if men that are larger also tend to have a greater difference, you know, that they get larger know. hips or something. I don't know if it's based on, on that thinking or not, but um, the smaller sizes is definitely more straight in the men. Yeah, it, it is. But as you get to the bigger ones, it doesn't seem to be really much proportionate different to the, to the straight. Anyway, it was just interesting, not a criticism. Mm-hmm. I have no idea yeah. how that's done. It just, when I'm looking at my sizes, I'm like, I don't, know if there'd be a reason for me to pick one over the other <laughs> um because the the men's sizes um the the straight the straight sizing in the 5x my waist and hip both fall in the 5x and the curvy sizing my waist falls in the 5x and my hips would fall in the 6x so i i mm. anyway it just feels confusing to me as to how these are defined <laughs> and i don't know maybe i'll make both and see 
if I can figure out kind of what the differences are. Yeah, because, maybe. Because weirdly, even though I am, I think, relatively curvy, um, it appears that I I would be a, a straight, straight fit. Uh, yeah, I don't think probably. That's yeah, interesting. Okay. Anyways, anyway, if, so, I thought maybe you might <laughs> like those. I, um, I am interested in them. I think the booty short and the uh, the bike short both look like things I would like to have. And I think they'd be great swim bottoms as well. Yeah. Yeah, they would be. They would Cause be. Cause I've, we've been swimming in our pool so often that sometimes I go to do it and I don't have like my swimsuits aren't dry yet. And so mm-hmm. I've been pulling the yoga shorts that I bought and mm. putting them on with swim tops. Cause I have more tops than bottoms for some reason. I think because when I've made swimsuits, I've often made multiple tops to go with one bottom. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so yeah. Anyway, cool. those are super cute. <laughs> Um, the last one that I have here, uh, is the Willow Belt from Soho 7. It's on sale right now for $4.80. I don't, it probably won't be by the time this airs, but the regular price is $6. I think this would have made a nice freebie. Um, it seems pretty simple for a $6 pattern. Yeah. It's just a sort of a wider centerpiece that's channel quilted. You know, yeah, like, and I guess I don't have straps attached, so I'm not sure. Yeah, it really, it's so simple. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it? Is it more? I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I don't think this one looks to me like it's very much. But you get the proportions out of it to see how they've done it. You get probably some instructions on how they've done the quilting. Yeah, um, and so forth. But it's it's a cute belt. I mean, it's a nice cloth belt. I agree yeah. with you that I, I don't know that I would consider, I, I don't know that I would buy it, I guess is what I would say. Yeah, I'm kind of just surprised because like, um, they have like a, a really nice skirt for a freebie pattern from them. And so I'm surprised that they didn't just have this as a freebie, but whatever. Um, it's, it is a nice belt, so yeah, and it'd be a great way to use up some of those scraps as well. And it would go with a lot of those, like even the dress we we listed above, the matchy match um, oh, skipper yeah. top we'd look nice dress. That. It'd yeah. be a great cloth belt to go with that. So if you're looking for a cloth belt that elevates, yeah. so like a lot of times when I made the um, Fotinia, for example, I made a self-cloth belt to go with those. Mm. And I could have instead made four or five different willow belts that could then be pulled out to go with, especially if you're like a hardcore linen sewer where yeah. you've got all these solids in the linen yeah. making a few of those belts, you'd then have a mixy matchy thing you could, you could put with stuff. So um, I, I don't know, I'm not committed enough to belts for it. Um, and I find wide belts like that out of cloth, no matter what I put in the middle to interface them, they're going to be folded over by the end of the day on me. Like they're not. <laughs> oh, right. They're not going to maintain yeah, that when you shape. Sit down. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Even, even sometimes wide elastic and pants folds over by the end of the day. For yeah. Me. So yeah. they're not, they're not necessarily quite right for me, but I, I think it's a neat look. It I can imagine folks could really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. So what's our theme for this month? Our hashtag is going to be PF scary stuff. And <laughs> it's October. Because we're so, it's- so clever that for the month of <laughs> Halloween, we again are doing scary. And we couldn't even think of any name other than scary stuff. 
And the thing is, though, that this is one of our most popular challenges. Yes. Taking that opportunity to do something that makes you nervous, like, I don't know, the sawtail dress. (laughs) (laughs) And figure it out and get it done. Have you been afraid of stand collars? Collar stands, whatever they're called. Do that. Do the plackets on the ends of sleeves make you nervous? Give one a go. It won't hurt you. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's an opportunity. Never done a full bust adjustment. Find someone to sew for who needs one. <laughs> if it's not you, find a body and do the thing. Always wondered what swimwear would be to try an unwire bra. Um, never sewn before, but listening to us for some reason. So give it a go. Yeah. The worst that happens is it's not the best thing you'll ever make. Yeah. That's I mean, the bad It's scenario. only fabric, right? Yep. Yep. And there are a lot of different sources for low cost or free fabric. You can recycle fabrics. I will say that Facebook Marketplace, we were talking about that in the last episode. There's a lot of folks giving away fabric for really? nothing or very inexpensively. Now, often roll fabric that may be lightweight curtain fabric or other things, but it's great fabric for starting and trying. Do you know someone? Ask them. Yeah, (laughs) I bet there's some fabric there. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of different paths to getting lower cost fabric. And so even if you're concerned about the cost of wasting fabric, there's almost certainly a way you can acquire something that's a little less expensive. Sheets you probably have in your old in your house some old sheets that you're not using. That's right. You could you could cut up. You have yeah yeah. When my kids were young, I, I went and sought out sheets because they weren't yet highly sought after in in secondary markets because it was an incredibly inexpensive way, just like in the sound of music of getting so many garments for children out of a set of sheets mm-hmm. because it was it was cheap and easy. Why wouldn't you do it? And so even actually even still now, like if you go um if you go buy a duvet cover at at, at at Ikea, even a brand new duvet yeah. cover, you can get several yards yes. for, you know, a low cost. So absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so whatever it is that's scaring you, there's a way to get there. And we, we learned today or maybe last episode, I don't remember that if you don't call it a twall, but you call it a mock-up, you might mm-hmm. even feel better about playing around with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's good for the scary stuff like that, but it's also good for scary Halloween costumes or yes. fabric with scary images on it and scaries in the eye of the beholder. So remember, yeah, <laughs> fabric right. with spiders on it may be scary for one person and not for another, but it, it doesn't matter. If you tell us it was scary, we are going to believe you and we'll yes. be so excited to share those items that you tag us in. Yes. So it's a pretty simple challenge, but I think a lot of folks really like it because they like to have a little push to do something that they didn't want to, you know, that they were nervous about. And we can't wait to see what you do. What are you thinking you'll do? Well, I'm working, you know, with the skirt skills. That's kind of, but I don't know that that's so scary to me. What is scary? Hmm. I've got to give some thought to this one. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I the sawtail dress is just. You're getting ready. that sawtail dress made this month. I think I am, um, and I think there's. I've got 
this is so dumb. I have a baby quilt that I've been putting off, putting the binding on because about four months ago, five months ago, I went to put the binding on a different baby quilt and I messed it up. This is something I've done so many times where I attach the binding on the back and then there's a way that you you machine sew it on so that it flips over perfectly to the front for either hand stitching or machine stitching down. Mm-hmm. And on the corners, I fucked it up. I screwed up all four of the corners, which meant I had to unpick this entire length of bias tape, the best thing in the world to unpick, around the edge of this quilt. And I've been afraid to put the binding back on since. So hmm. that's, it's something I've made, I've done probably 50 times in my lifetime and seven or eight in the last three years. And it's, I messed it up once and now I'm afraid to do it again. So, so that's one I'm hoping to get done because the, the baby's supposed to come in the next month. So I need to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should do that. You should do that. You, so I, I have faith in you. You're, you'll be able to do it. Yeah. That's one of my scary ones as well. And then the the last one is I got a pattern for um for a button up shirt with a with a collar that has a stand. Mm-hmm. And I've never done any of the things I just talked about. Are so you serious? I haven't done a collar stand shirt. I oh. haven't done um plackets at the wrist. I haven't done any of that. Or if I have, it's been 40 years, 30 years. I love, like, I hope it has a real power (laughs) placket on there. Cause I love the like real, I love it. So there's two ways to do those plackets, right? There's with the, the whole geometry of the placket. And then there's the, just using a piece of, you know, bias cut fabric. And and I don't like that. I can never get that to, work right without having a hole there somehow. Right. Like I can't get it right. But the regular placket, if I follow the instructions, I um I can it's I can just magic it. when you get there. Yeah. Yes, it's so cool. It's so cool. And I like doing that like and I've done several, you know, in the front of of tops too. Oh, that's great. That's great. So I've got those as my goals. We'll see if I do any of them, but those are my goals. You're going to do all of those things. (laughs) You have so much faith. (laughs) I do. Well, awesome. Um, Well, this has been super fun and I can't wait to see what people come up with. I think this is always one of my favorites is doing the, the hard thing challenge. Yep. Mine too. All right. Well, if you would like to support us, please hit up patreon.com slash punkfrockers. We'd love to see you there. And remember, there are bonus episodes for members at the Friends with Benefits and Up level. So um, join us. Take a listen to our back catalog even of bonus episodes. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. But you can also support us by rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast app. It helps other people find the show, which makes us smile and usually makes them smile too. So it's a good thing to do. All right, Jenny, we will see see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. The Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.